Hi everyone and welcome back to Chrislamic Talks. On today's episode I want to talk about schooling. The education system here in America, you know, we have of course the public schools, we have private schools, we have college and universities. Uh, that's generally everywhere in the world. But we also take homeschooling very seriously. And in many parts of the world, homeschooling is not as easy to do as it is here in America. And that's unfortunate because, uh, personally, I advocate for homeschooling. I think that parents should be the ones contro uh, controlling what is taught to their kids. And I think that the state can ask to see the curriculum, to see what the kids are being taught. But I think that it really should be up to the parents on what kids are taught, especially their kids. Uh, that's not to say that public school is bad, that private school is bad. I actually grew up private school and then switched to the homeschool, and I, both of them are great. Uh, but, and especially with public school, you have federally funded and state funded, uh, you know, schools which teach whatever the state or the federally, uh, or the, the federal government wants them to teach. And so you have to be very careful with what is being taught, you know, things like critical race theory and, uh, stuff like that is, is now, uh, circulating around, uh, the country here in America, at least. And it's, it's really teaching kids to, it's not teaching them to, to be unified and to see each other as just humans and things like that, but it's actually trying to divide them and say well you know you're white you're black and it's like you know growing up in private school we knew okay this person's black this person's white this person's you know hispanic whatever and, and we didn't we didn't care i mean we were all classmates we were students together and that was simply it but now it's uh very focused on being diverse and showing culture and diversity and all that type of stuff and it actually goes against the basis principle of uh, um, what America was founded on. And I say that because America, it's the, as New York, you know, is often called the, uh, the melting pot, you know, basically all these different people with all these different cultures come together. They may still have some of their, some elements of their culture, but they come to the American way, to the American life, to the American culture, because, uh, not because it's, better, but because it is, in fact, all these cultures merge together, mash together, and out of it is produced a single unified culture, if you will. It's not that, uh, you know, it, it's, you can basically be who you want uh, with your culture, you can still have your culture, but you also fit in with the American culture, with the American way. It's not that everybody has like baseball, it's not that everybody has like football or basketball or even soccer. It's uh, primarily though on the values that America stands for, democracy and freedoms and um, all that good stuff. And so all these cultures merge together and say, yeah, we uphold freedom, we uphold democracy, we uphold these basic tenets of what being an American is. And yet now it is culturally appropriating this and culturally appropriating that and race this and race that and people of color this and colored people that, you know. And the reason why I say colored people, people of color is because uh, according to progressivism, uh, 
you know, I used to be colored person. Now it is people of color. And uh, to me, that's very um, racist in its own in its own way, because they basically just flipped the words around and added of. Uh, <laughs> but that's this is the type of stuff that's being taught in schools. And if you don't like it, then you shouldn't put your kids in a school that teaches it. It's just that simple. If you don't like it, pull your kids out of a school that teaches it and put them in, a, in, in another school or homeschool them. You know, it started in the colleges and the universities, and that was taught. Those people came out and got jobs in education. And they're teaching what they were what they learned at the colleges and universities. They are now teaching it to your kids in the public schools. And even with colleges and universities, you know, you have to be careful of which college you go to, of which university you go to. You know, David Bernard, the superintendent of the UPCI, which is the United Pentecostal Church International. Uh, was asked the question, I believe, about, you know, going to college and losing your faith and all that. And, you know, my my answer to that is basically, you know, if you simply lose your faith because you were questioned on it, you probably either didn't have strong enough faith uh, or it was a really good question and it doesn't have it doesn't have an answer to it. And that's honestly, I think what the UPCI is extremely afraid of, and really just the church in general, is not having an answer and the person losing their faith over it because why believe something when there's no answer for it? And I think that's a valid point. You know, as humans, we want to know a lot of different things and we aim to find the truth and things like that, but if the truth is simply just we can't know, then how do we know that any of it's true? And I think the church is actually extremely scared of atheism because it's on the rise. And it wasn't on the rise until of, of, you know, of late because I honestly believe it was because religion had such an influence on every aspect of a person's life that when democracy came about, people started to sort of leave it. You know, and that's not to say that, you know, religion's bad. I think that some religions are very bad. Um, and I think that religion can be is is basically a, a tool that is used by governments, by religious leaders, by cults, by whoever and whomever to uh, control masses or to control people. Uh, that's what religion is often used for. But things are being taught right now, and they have been for for decades in the different school systems and it's getting to where you know as a parent you you should be responsible for your kid if you throw them in school eight hours a day five days a week you're not responsible for them yeah you're responsible for feeding them you're responsible for getting them there you're responsible for taking them home and making sure their homework is done but it's basically a, a vicious cycle where you don't really have control over your kids you don't uh, you're not the one teaching them. You're not the one influencing them the most. Their teachers are. Their classmates are. 
And so if they aren't a part if that if that school is not a part of your culture, then it, you know, it's one thing to be open-minded, but it's another thing to be so closed-minded that you think you're open-minded and you're really not. And that's the problem with our education system is there's a lot of people who, "Oh, I'm open-minded." But they're so closed-minded to anyone else's opinion that they can't be open-minded because they only have one opinion, and that opinion is the only right one. And you wonder how many teachers are like that. You know, to be a teacher, you first have to be a student. You have to learn. But it comes to a point to where the teacher thinks that because they've learned all of this, that means that they can no longer learn anymore. Reality is, you will always learn if you are a teacher, you will you will constantly continue to be learning. The problem is that people, they get these degrees and they think, well, I've made it to the degree part, I know everything. And so they form their opinion, and their opinion is the only right opinion that anyone can have. And if anyone, if no one ha has the same opinion, they're wrong. That's who teachers have become. And they're putting this under your kids. And personally, you know, private schools, they do quite well, especially if you agree with it, if you can see what they're teaching. If public schools are open and transparent, some of them are good too. But ultimately, you have to be the one to teach your children or else someone else Someone else will, and you don't know what they're going to be teaching them, and you won't be the one in control. The you know governments, you look at China, you know it wants to influence the children so much that it would get rid of the parents easily. It could get rid of the parents and focus on the children because the parents don't matter; it's the children. The future of the of the nation, that's what matters to China. And so China will do everything in its power to control the children. The parents have no say-so. And our education system is becoming more and more like that to where the parents have no say-so. It is what the state mandates. It is what the state says. It is what the public school leadership says. It is what the government says. And so... The Christian principle is to train up your children. It's to raise children. Uh, and yet, Christians are now saying, well, I'll pawn it off to the government to do my job, or I'll pawn it off to the teacher to do my job. And I understand that there, you, know, you have work, you have jobs, you have things like that. But it's time that people start to actually say, you know what, the government taking my children is wrong, or the public school taking my children is wrong. And standing up and actually trying to do something about it. You know, if people would band together more than just, okay, I'm going to post a Facebook post about how Facebook is bad. You know, Facebook is, is taking over my life. Well, if you would delete Facebook, it wouldn't be taking over your life. You know, it wouldn't be, uh, you know, if you post about how public schools are bad and you put your kids in public school, it's defeating the whole purpose. If they're bad, why do you still have your kids in public school? If uh, if you can't afford to homeschool them, if you can't afford... And, that, and that, it comes down to really being able to afford kids. How many people have kids and they can't afford them? And at the same time, 
you know, one could say, well, the government could pay for people's kids. Well, if, they're, if they're paying for your kids, they're owning your kids. That's that's simply the whole point of it. Unless, of course, it was, you know, like a, uh, in some cases, like places like Japan, you know, they actually pay people to have kids simply because they need more uh, citizens. They need more people. They need a future generation that's going to be there to take everyone's place. And so, it's not they're you know they're actually giving you money simply so you can take care of kids so that those kids will grow up and be productive citizens. But we are at a point though to where America is so filled with children that not even not not even I'm not talking about you know young people but I'm talking about even the older generations now that are adults are are basically like children that they want mommy and daddy the government to do everything for them you know if the education system is mommy then the government is daddy and and both the government and the education system are ruining people now personally i'm not saying college is bad i'm saying you you know find a good college find one that teaches um, that leaves out certain theories and do and doctrines and um, ideologies and things like that, and just you know, uh, you know, find one that will just give you a degree and teach you what you want to to know. Uh, you know, there's even the self-taught method. Some jobs they actually allow for you to be self-taught, and I I believe honestly that everyone should be um, able to to be self-taught if they want. I believe that apprenticeships should be a bigger, you know, a bigger thing. I think that internships and things like that, but now it's basically, well, what college should you come from? Okay, you can get an internship, you know, or if you're a recent graduate, you can get an internship. If you're not a recent graduate, forget about an internship. Apprenticeship, we don't do those anymore. Uh, you know, everything basically requires a degree. Oh, you were self-taught? Sorry. You know, uh, there's, there's so much discrimination, you know, people want to be productive citizens, but it's like the, the system has already been designed to where if you don't have, you know, $60,000 in student debt, good luck getting a job, you know, um, and then of course the job that you do get with, with, you know, $60,000 in student debt, it's definitely not going to pay it off until like another 15, 20 years. So, uh, <clears throat> the system is definitely against people, and it's it's basically there to take your money, and for those who actually find success, they'll more than likely continue to succeed. As they say, out of, you know, for one success, there's 99 failures. And the issue is not simply in business that you have 99 you know, failed products and you get one product that actually sells, but it's also you have one business owner who succeeds and 99 business owners who went bankrupt and lost everything. And I'm not going to say that's the flaw of capitalism exactly, but to a certain extent it is. Um, but at the same time, there are poor people in every, there's poor people in communism, there's poor people in socialism, there's poor people in capitalism. The primary difference with capitalism is that the success rate is, yes, one out of nine-nine compared to one out of a thousand, you know, or one, one out of a million. And 
you know, I'm not saying that um, the government should take care of everybody. I'm not saying that large, you know, billionaires and millionaires and all that should take care of everybody. But I am saying that if people were more humane about things and people were more caring and generous and kind, then we, we might not have such a a messed up system. But the very things being taught in the education system, in the edu- in the education world, in you know the public schools and the universities and colleges is the exact reason we are continuing to head down a bad path to where colleges openly have communist clubs and socialist clubs and uh, they support regimes that are very anti-American and uh, anti-democracy, very anti-democrat, you know, they're democratic. And it's always about hate, you know, hate the rich, take away the riches, riches and... Uh, and then at the same time, destroy capitalism, destroy this, destroy that. And it's a very messed up way of thinking because it's destroying the very foundations of what allowed these colleges to, you know, to be produced, to bring up Harvard and stuff like that, and yet they'll turn around and try to destroy capitalism. They'll turn around and try to destroy democracy. They'll turn around and, in the name of... And and we look at it today, even in the political spectrum, that all these people who talk about democracy and about how uh, amazing it is are the same people who are also using authoritarian styles to demand lockdowns and to demand uh, mass mandates and vaccine mandates and... Uh, these various things, and I'm not saying that, you know, that masks are bad, or that vaccines are bad, or that uh, even lockdowns are entirely bad, but uh, the way they're, the way they're doing it, they're mandating it, you know, fining people uh, lots of money, and saying, if you don't do it, you know, you'll go to prison, or you'll get fined, or you'll do this, and, and it's just a very authoritarian way of handling people, and so we are seeing dictators from people who are supposed to be uh, leaders of democracy. And this has come from the education system. It is being taught, it is being propagated to... Uh, to get people to be so influenced by it, they don't realize that it's slowly happening right in front of them. You know, I have a family member, and she gets all upset that people aren't getting the vaccine. You know, personally, me, I'm for the vaccine, um, nothing against it, but also nothing against anyone who who doesn't trust it or doesn't want the vaccine. You know, there's plenty of healthy people who won't die from it, You know, who won't die from COVID. And, you know, the case is, oh, well, you'll kill someone, you'll kill this. Well, you know what? I have a grandfather who is, I want to say like 90, okay? And he could easily die of any type of sickness. I've never got the flu shot. And 
and yet he can die from the flu shot or, or from the flu. He can die from a cold. He can die from anything. And so would COVID probably kill him? Yes. But so would the flu. So would the cold. You know, the common cold would kill him. He could basically die from anything. He could die from tripping and falling down the stairs and breaking his neck. Um, and so people are like, oh, you know, you'll, you'll kill your grandparents and you'll kill this and you kill that. And it's kind of like that means that maybe we, you know, should have a cold shot. That we should have, a, you know, uh, you know, where's the flu shot right now? Where's, you know, any of these? Because they can literally die from anything just by catching it. It's like if you have a cold, can you not see your, you know, your grandparents? Maybe you shouldn't, you know, um, you know, and at the same time, you know, maybe you are vaccinated. Okay. You, you still carry it. And so if they caught it, but you were vaccinated, they might still die from it. Or maybe, you know, you're both vaccinated, they get the flu and they die from it. My point is that death comes to everyone and there are some people who are uh, very close to it and that anything can kill them. And instead of panicking and worrying about, you know, a, you know, what if they die from it? The fact is they can die from anything. But the education system and the people who uh, who talk science are saying, well, you know, they can die from it. Well, of course, but you know that they can die from anything. And, you know, it's it's this idea of trying to put fear into people about how everyone's going to die around them. You know, I had COVID, and I'm fine over it, you know. Um, you know, it, definitely definitely a weird experience because of the type of uh, virus it is. And, yeah, it's not very fun. I don't recommend it. Um and, you know, I'm also not going to tell everybody, though, that they need to be vaccinated. And if they don't do what I want them fined and put in prison and things like that, I, I just don't believe that. I believe that it's their choice. And that, you know, if I'm vaccinated, then I'm vaccinated and I'm good to go. If they're not and they catch it, maybe they'll survive. Um, maybe they won't. That's their choice. And it comes down to personal choice. And yet... We have people who are saying that the exact foundations of democracy is to force people to wear a mask and to wear uh, or to take vaccines simply because, uh, you know, health care and security is more important than freedom. Well, at that point, we are at the exact idea of, I believe, Benjamin Franklin when he talked about uh, the security, you know, people having se people wanting security and all that uh, over freedom deserve to have none of it. It's not the exact quote. Uh, it's kind of slipped my mind at the moment. But the whole point, though, is that if everybody's about health care and security and all that, and they're willing to give up their freedom over it, and they're willing to say, well, you know, we can, instead of having personal choice, we're going we're gonna to force it onto you, then they're basically saying that the whole point of democracy and the whole point of freedom is 
no long it's it you can void it you can nullify it when it comes down to health care and feeling safe and so if you can nullify freedom if you can nullify democracy then why bother having it if it's based on the choice on on your on your whim on your opinion then why bother having democracy? We might as well as just head to an authoritarian leadership. We might as well as just have an authoritarian leader. We might as well as just be an authoritarian country. Uh, let's be communist. Let's be socialist. If, if that's what we really want. Again, not against the vaccines. Don't mind them. And uh, in my area, once the flood is, you know... Uh, you know, once the mess has been cleaned up and stuff like that, and they bring back the vaccines, I do plan on getting one. But, uh, but I'm also pro freedom and pro democracy. And the problem is that with these mandates, that it is becoming very anti -de uh, democratic and very anti freedom. And that's the issue. And you can complain about people dying, you know, a family member, you know, oh, you know, they're not getting vaccines. Well, you also smoke and the, the labels on cigarettes tell you that you, it's a high, a high probability of getting lung cancer. And so you're basically killing yourself while complaining that you might die because you have a weakened immune system. Even though the reason why you have a weakened immune system is because you smoke and the pack says this will probably kill you and so do you understand what I'm saying is that there are cases out there yes but if they're vaccinated and they're scared about you know catching COVID I'm sorry but they have the vaccine they should be fine from it you know the one who's unvaccinated would be the one at risk. And uh, and yet most of the population is not at risk. There's COVID ca um, risk calculators, you know, and most people have less than a 1% chance of dying or even being hospitalized by COVID. And we might say, well, you know, the hospitals are filled up with COVID patients and blah, blah, blah. And... Here's another thing, though. How many hospitals in are in certain areas? You know, you only have one or two hospitals. You look at places like China where they have tons of hospitals everywhere, but the healthcare system has become very privatized, and the public uh, public hospitals are basically being done away with. They're being privatized. Everybody's buying up hospitals and things like that. And so our healthcare system is very. It's based on a private healthcare system. It's based with private insurance. Uh, there's there's no there's no basic health care there's none of that and so uh, we're basically uh in, in my opinion the primary reason we do have we have fewer hospitals is simply because we don't always have you know the amount of funding that's needed we don't have the amount of buildings needed we don't have any of that uh there's a couple of uh there's a couple of tiny hospitals where I live, there's only like really just one, and then, you know, an hour away there's another one, which is the bigger one. But it's like for a for an area of like 20,000 people, there's only like one tiny hospital that could probably fit maybe like 100 people at most.
And <clears throat> that's the state of America's healthcare. Is it's for it to be such a such a big business, it's quite tiny compared to other businesses, you know. Um but big pharma and, and and private healthcare and insurance and all those are big businesses and they're booming with COVID. But you know, I know this is supposed to be about education, but the reality is that everybody talks about misinformation, everybody talks about the science and, and all that type of stuff, but it is it is dooming away with that. And it is simply rhetoric. It is simply just repeating what someone else said. It is simply repeating what the people on TV said. And they're repeating what one doctor says or two doctors say. And they're not repeating what the other, you know, what the doctors over here say. They repeat what the doctors over here say. And it's what matches their opinion the best. And so everything is becoming opinion-based, and education has been teaching to be more opinionated, to be more open-minded. And so with open-minded, it is taking our ideas, taking our opinions, and these should be your opinions. Uh, and that's what's going on in today's society. This is worldwide, and if you don't believe it, you need to open up your eyes and look around. I'm not saying it because I think that there's conspiracies. I'm not saying it because I think that, uh, you know, I'm not trying to, to rile anyone up. I'm simply saying, open up your eyes, take a look around. You're going to see that if you turn off the news and you start to realize, you start to do some critical thinking that hey the the people on Twitter may not actually be right you know the people on Facebook may not actually be right the the you know the crazy religious people who are all about you know mark of the beast and all that they they're, they're probably not right you know but at the same time the same people who were also saying that um that there's nothing authoritarian about these mandates that all this stuff is good they're more than likely the same people who are either saying that that uh well I'll be honest that Democrats don't vote for abortion and that that that's just a huge lie because I've heard that from people before and that uh and that you know covid vaccines that they're just you know that ev that everybody should be forced into them that you know it should, everything's pro-choice and all that type of stuff, and we've lost critical thinking, you know, we've lost that as a nation, as a people, we've just, we've lost that, as just a humanity, you know, human society, we've lost critical thinking, and it's very messed up, because, you know, I'm not saying that all Democrats love abortion, I'm not saying that all conservatives hate abortion or that all Republicans hate abortion. Um, but I'm saying that, you know, I've had people tell me, yeah, I vote Democrat. Well, okay, that's cool. Um, and, you know, what about, you know, these policies? Oh, well, no, that none of that's true. That's just the media lying about them. And that's just Republican lies. And yet, if you go on their website, they specifically tell you that they're for abortion, that they're for this, that they're for that. And so it's these 
uh, crazy religious people who believe that they are still the victims and that that everyone else is just lying about them and that uh, the true religion and that Christianity is actually very much Democrat and not Republican. And I've actually read this stuff. Uh, Christianity is neither Republican nor Democrat. It's Christianity. It's Christian, you know. It's There are values within what the Republicans side with. There are values with what the Democrats side with, you know. Christianity is not a political system. It's a religious system. And... People are getting too wrapped up and too divided with politics and getting too divided with, uh, you know, authoritarianism and, and getting too wrapped up in this uh, age of misinformation. I'm not talking about really about COVID, but I'm talking about just being misinformed about this person and that person and this group and that group. And, you know, all of everything is just the facts are flying out and the lies are flying out and the truth is flying out. And, uh, the falseness is flying out, and it's going every which way, and so people are just kind of grabbing bits and pieces and trying to put them together, and they're not fitting, so they're trying to glue them together and say, well, it works, you know, because they've lost critical thinking. I'm going to end this. This is a very long episode. I apologize for that, but I do believe that we need to start getting back to a level of critical thinking that the college is not going to give you, public school is not going to give you. Parents, take control of what your children learn. If you don't, someone else will. To the individual, learn to formulate your own opinions. Don't let other, don't take other people's opinions. Don't let other people just simply just influence you and just follow whatever they say, but you need to learn how to Figure out what you want to say. If you can't figure out what you want to say and you have to repeat what someone else said, you shouldn't say it. But I'm done, so uh, look forward to letting you, you know, uh, listen to me again. (laughs) But uh, seriously, and if you guys actually have anything to say... Go ahead and, you know, uh, I have Facebook. You can chat me there. Messenger, chat me there. Uh, Even here, I believe you can send me a message. Uh, There are multiple ways of getting in contact with me, so feel free to reach out and we can talk, we can discuss. Maybe even you can come on the show and we can actually have a true discussion. I'm not going to bash anyone. I'm not here to attack anyone. Uh, you know, this podcast is not even a political podcast, but the thing is, is that religion sometimes mixed with politics and sometimes politics bleeds over into religion and tells religion that it can't be here. And so we have to fight back. Uh, sometimes there's misinformation between religious and secular people and just different things like that. So I'm here to sort of bring out the discussion again, whether you're Republican, Democrat, neither, you know, maybe you're apolitical. I don't care. What I care about is discussion and having a reasonable uh, discussion. That's that's what we should be about. And it shouldn't matter whether you're Democrat or Republican or apolitical or non-political or whatever the case may be. It doesn't matter. We're all human. And we all want better lives. We all want to better ourselves. We want to be higher educated. We want to be more open-minded, I believe. Uh... You know, we don't want to be so open-minded to where our brains are falling out, or we don't want to be so closed-minded to where uh, nothing goes in. You know, we want to have a 
formulate our own opinions and ideas and things like that and at the same time share it with each other and hope that we can help someone else you know we can be better by someone else and we can better someone else so we want those discussions go ahead and you know if you want to reach out to me and we'll definitely have hopefully a good time talking